0: Merry Christmas. I wanted to share a quick message with you tonight. We're not going to be long. So, and if you, I know we got all the kids and everybody in here and we took that consideration and they don't bother me a bit. One of my favorite moments I say of the year, I was going to post this next week, but I'll, I'll let you guys in on it was, the uh, last week after church, we got to take a picture with all of the, uh. The babies, minus two, I think we had two sick ones that weren't here. Um, With all the babies up here that we had in in 2022, all nine or ten of them. Um, And it just, it brought me back to the place to be able to stand in front of you guys. And what such a, what an honor it is to be a part of a a family that's not only serving Jesus, expanding the kingdom, reaching our community, um, but we're growing from within. Um, there's really no better or healthier way outside of new people coming to get saved is you raise the Christians and you raise them right and you raise those kids to serve God. And it's just exciting for me to, to see all of that. But I want to give you a quick, maybe a different perspective this morning on the Christmas story. Um, same verses, same stuff we've read every year, but I want you to look at it maybe in a, in a different way. I don't know if you know this, but it was really thousands of years but in particular, the prophet Jeremiah, about 600 to 700 years before Christ showed up, Jeremiah read this, and they'll put it on the screen for you behind me. in Jeremiah thirty-three fourteen, 14. And it says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill, and he uses this word, a good promise. He's telling Jeremiah, if you don't know in the Old Testament, the the, the people of God were complaining about not having a king. They wanted an earthly king. And they thought he meant he was going to send them an earthly king. But what God was telling them was, you need a savior. You need somebody to do this for you because you can't do it on your own. And I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to send a savior to do that. And that's what we read about and we celebrate in Christmas. If you were here in the last two weeks on Sundays, and I, for those of you who weren't, I'll kind of bring you up to speed. We talked about the angel Gabriel. And the angel Gabriel came to three different groups of people and said to them something. This is going to happen. And then he told them, hey, but don't be afraid. No reason to freak out. It's going to be okay. He, He went to Mary. He went to Joseph. And he went to the shepherds. And then the shepherds, he began to tell them what would happen. And he made them a big promise. All of them had to walk it out. But the shepherds had to, in the last minute... They didn't know it was coming. Mary and Joseph had nine months to know this thing was coming. But the shepherds had to figure this out that night. And the Bible says that the shepherds were told some very specific things and made some promises of what they would see and what this child would do. And we'll read the story in Luke chapter 2 where it says the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem in the city of David. The Savior's coming. He gave them who he was and where he was going to be. And then in verse 12, he says, and you will recognize him. It's not going to be something you can't figure out. It's not going to be something that you can't grasp. But you're going to recognize who this is. You're going to find a baby. And he gives him detail. You're going to find a baby, not in a maternity ward, not in somebody's home, but in the manger, wrapped in the snuggly strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Then the Bible says, suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host. The, most people believe that All of a sudden, their eyes were open. They could see into the heavens and see all of the angels. The Bible says that 24-7 are singing, holy, 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 holy. Now, again, if you can imagine being out there like tonight, on a cold night in the dark, and all of a sudden, the clouds open up. There's a bright light shining, and this happens. I would be a little freaked out, wouldn't you? I'd be a little scared. But then it says, suddenly, the angels joined by the host's. And then in the next verse it says, Glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth to those whom, and this is what they're proclaiming, to whom God is pleased. And I don't know who needs to hear this tonight to encourage you on Christmas Eve as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, but God's not disappointed in you. God's not thinking, man, I messed that one up and they screwed it up and it can't be fixed. The The Bible says that God was pleased because he was sending the Savior. Then it goes on to say, when the angels returned, To heaven, the shepherds said to each other, we got a decision to make. Let's go see this thing. Let's go see what's happened, which the Lord has told us about. He's told us we're going to go walk this out. See, the shepherds had to promise to go see an expectation of something. See, my prayer is tonight that you not only know that God's not disappointed in you, that he's pleased with you, is that you maybe remember the promise of heaven. For some of you, this may be new. For some of you, you've walked away. For some of you, this may be a brand new thing. But the Bible says that in the next verse that they hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph. Found them. I believe they came around and saw them and think, okay, is this going to be true? There's, there's part of the puzzle that they told us. Is it going to be true? Because, listen, I understand this. Let's, let's be honest for a minute. We know that Christmas is supposed to be about a couple things, mainly these. I'll show them to you on the board. Hope, joy, and what? Peace, right? That's what Christmas is supposed to be about, a reminder of a a Savior showing up for us. But I dare to say, there may be some in the room, maybe some watching online tonight, that you feel anything but these, that you've been struggling. They don't feel that. Maybe you're waiting to see a promise. Maybe somebody's made your promise. People have told you how this would turn out, and it hasn't turned out that way. Maybe God said, this is how you're going to go, and this is what's going to happen in your life. And you haven't seen it yet, and maybe you're disappointed in God. But I want you to know tonight that the Bible is very clear. That the promise has showed up. The promise showed up on Christmas. God even knows that disappointment to you is not good. The Bible actually says in Proverbs chapter 13 that unrelenting disappointment makes you sick. But when God suddenly shows up like he did in the field that night with the shepherds, the Bible says life turns around. See, I want you to see what the Bible says that the shepherds did. And remember that Christ was announced to people, the shepherds, who were thought to be not worthy. They weren't allowed in the temple because they were considered unclean. They weren't, they weren't allowed to hang out in the city because they stunk. That God sent the angel Gabriel to them. And the Bible says in, in Luke chapter 2 verse 16 that they hurried to the village. They found Mary and Joseph and there was the baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, get this, and I highlighted it on the screen behind me. After seeing them, they told everyone what the angel had said. Notice they didn't do it before. They didn't come in and say, hey, this angel told us that Mary, you would be here, Joseph, you would be here, and there's a baby in the, they did it afterwards. And for a while, I thought maybe they were, that was like a a lack of faith. But I think what they did, given the next verse, it said they they were astonished, the people who heard it they testified, hey, the promise of God had shows up tonight. God has shown up. And if you take something away, I want you to take this away tonight on your Christmas Eve as we celebrate Christmas tomorrow, and that it's this, that God showed up because his presence carries his promise. See, we don't have a God that's that's like Bette Midler used to sing. He's watching us from a distance. The Bible says of our God that he's here. The Bible says of us that when two or more gathered my name, I'm where? I'm right in the middle of them. And the Bible it hasn't changed. You see, God showed up in Jesus just like he promised through Jeremiah. Just like he promised to marry Joseph and the shepherds. And now the shepherd understood God's presence. And I said this last Sunday, if you missed this, because I believe the shepherds came in and they had that aha moment. Maybe you think back to when the first time, if you have children, and you remember the first time you laid eyes on them. For us guys, we're standing in the room like, what's happening, right? And the doctor's like, here's a baby, it's yours. And you look in the eyes and suddenly everything, all the fear, the terror, the craziness of a delivery room just doesn't matter anymore. It's baby. And I have to believe the shepherds that night walked in and went, I get God. Because the Bible says they were looking at the Savior. The Bible says that his name was love. His name was peace. His name was my salvation. His name was my victory. His name was everything I needed. The promises were answered when Jesus showed up. The the guaranteed promises of God showed up when Jesus did. They're yours. They're ours to be received. Isaiah even said, even before Jeremiah, Isaiah said that she's going to bear a son. He's talking about Mary. And and we're going to name him. He's going to be named Emmanuel. God with us. Not God over there. Not God away, but God with us. And I don't know why this week, as, as I was praying about these services and kind of going through my notes, I kept changing stuff around. But I just think somebody needs to just be reminded that As you celebrate Christmas and we celebrate the birth of Christ, that the promises that you've been made have been answered. The Bible says everything was wrapped up in Christ, fulfilled in Jesus. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, there's a a movie going on now, and one of the promos for it says, it's the Pharisees telling Jesus, saying, hey, you've got to renege on what you said because we're going to have to follow the law of Moses. And what did Jesus say? Jesus looked right back at him and said, well, I am the law of Moses. I'm the promised one. I'm the one that answers all of the laws that you can't carry. All that you can do. That all of them will be carried and fulfilled. The Bible says even in the New Testament, Paul writes this in 2 Corinthians, that whatever God has promised, I love the way this reads, gets stamped with the yes of Jesus One of the verses says, it's yes and amen. I love it. He just stamps it. Hey, God, I I need your help. I I can't overcome this this fear, this thing that's attacking me. Can you help me? Yes. Jesus, stamp it. I don't know if you all had this in, in school, but I remember in elementary and middle school, if you ever went to the office or went somewhere, you had to take something with you, and then they would stamp it saying that you had been where you were supposed to be. And it was like a holy fear if you didn't get that stamp. See, God is, the Bible says God has showed up and he gets the stamp with a yes. And it goes on to say that God now affirms us, making a sure thing in Christ, putting, us, putting his yes. Notice it's not on us. Where is it? It's within us. And some of you need to be reminded that we need to be reminded that the very answer I'm looking for is already within us. Is already in me. Some of you who are looking for an answer because you're lost, you are in a very dark place. That the light of hope has come. That's what Lauren was singing, the song we sang. Hope has come. And it's it's in me. And it can be in you if it's not. That whatever he's promised, he's stamped with a yes. Choir musicians, you guys can can come on back. For just one second, I want you, if if you will We're going to sing two more songs Have a moment in candlelight But before we do, the best you can And again, I know we got kids And y'all do the best you can I just want you to bow your heads and close your eyes And tonight, if this is you If you are in a place that says I know there's light, I know there's hope But I don't know that I don't know who this God is or maybe you knew God maybe you knew who he was again with heads bowed and eyes closed you just take a minute as we celebrate Christmas maybe you need to remind yourself that all the promises of God are stamped with a yes and what the answer is is already inside of you god we thank you tonight that as we worship god as we celebrate who you are that we're reminded of that you sent your son the answer to all of our issues was sent to us in the form of a baby and if you're one tonight that would say i don't know this jesus i celebrate christmas but i've never really said god I give you my life, and Jesus is your son. He is my Savior, and I follow him. If you haven't done that, then tonight on Christmas, what better time to do it? And if that's you tonight, I'm not going to call you up. I'm not going to embarrass you, but I would be not doing my job as a pastor or as even a Christian to offer that chance tonight so that you could know who Jesus is. With heads bowed and eyes closed, if that's you tonight, if you'll just wave at me real quick, I just want to pray with you. There's a couple. Why don't we all do this now together? Why don't everybody pray this? Say, Lord Jesus, today I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And today, God, I celebrate the birth of Jesus by giving my life to him. And I thank you for it now. In Jesus' name.